0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are on this amazing day, and I hope it's amazing for you. I am so glad that you are joining me today, and I've got a special treat for you today. This is Robert Bolden, Life Transform, where we get people out of isolation and into community and beyond community is freedom. This is Chasing Freedom, Momentum Monday, so this is my weekly podcast where we we just share, you know, uh, our own freedom journeys. We help to define for ourselves what freedom is, because freedom is different for everybody. Um, there's no steadfast rule on what freedom is. So this podcast is all about sharing, you know, my stories and other folks' stories on how they how they've achieved freedom or they are chasing freedom. Uh, in their, in their lives. And today we have the folks that are kind of the rock stars of our health summit every first Monday of every month. Um, so they're going to join me in this discussion and we're just going to talk a little bit about, you know, the the health summit that we just held on the 7th of February. And then who knows where this is going to go as we talk about chasing freedom from a Holistic health standpoint. And I think I've still got made a done on here, but we've got Sybil Marie Carmen. She likes to go by Sybil Marie because everybody misspells Carmen. And then Kristen Hotop. Kristen. And these two ladies are residing in Lincoln, Nebraska right now. And if Maida's on, she is in Atlanta, Georgia. I think she is always traveling all over the place. So let's get started. So I'm gonna I'm gonna kick it off with, you know, this whole freedom thing. Y'all make sure you unmute yourselves too, so you can talk. And I'm not because that makes an awkward podcast if you're trying to talk and nothing's coming out of your mouth. Um, one of the things that Sybil shared in this month's health summit. Was about the power of the heart and and one of the things that took away from it was you know and and this was a great great um awareness new awareness for me you know we think of generally the heart just is like the thing that pumps the blood and you know does all of that stuff and that the brain is where it's all at like the brain controls everything well she talked about how much more powerful i forget all the numbers i wrote them down but the, the heart is so much more powerful. I'm like, dang, this makes sense. This makes sense. So it's like if you can lead with your heart instead of your head, at least I know in my case, my head gets me in trouble so many times. The, the more I defer from my head and my logic and rely on my heart, I think things just get better for me. So, ladies, who is ready to chime in with something? Who's inspired with a thought right now?
1: Well, the reason why I think a lot of people, this is the this book is chatting in, um, the reason why a lot of people have such a hard time, like you talked about, you know, when you're always in that head space, it's the place of logic, but it's also the place of our ego. And so I think that's why so many people have a hard time when you're constantly leading from that head space, you oftentimes find yourself overthinking and your ego gets in the way. And so I just really think that understanding how powerful our hearts are and when we can really center ourselves there, And uh, as Kristen pointed out in the Health Summit this month, as she does many times, you know, we kind of have three zones of where where we come from. And so you've got the brain, which is like the ego and the heart which obviously the month of February, having that heart space wide open and really pouring from that space all the time, but it does a bigger focus on it this month, the month of love. But then also your gut. Your gut is also a brain and that's where our like human instinctual part comes from that kind of intuition. Um, So yeah, knowing those spaces and that there's not just this one singular brain that we have i feel like gives people much more empowerment and much more opportunity to understand more fully how their body operates and how they can work with those different areas to really come full circle and use those parts when when they you know should be used so yeah i really i really enjoyed digging into that this month
0: oh my gosh that's powerful even as you were talking there what struck me isn't this interesting god is love love heart Right, right in and, the center. Oh my gosh! So it's like, be
1: in the center of your being as well, if you think about it. You know, yes,
0: and freedom. If people want freedom, how many people are enslaved by fear today? A lot,
1: sadly.
0: You see it everywhere. So, man, just that shift of going with your heart, not overthinking it, going down the rabbit hole. I love what you talked about there, Sybil. So I'm getting as excited as I was the other Monday. I
2: <laughs> love oh, that. Is- <laughs>
0: And then I think even uh, Meta talked about an uncluttered heart. Wasn't that the term, Maida uncluttered heart?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Well, and I was going to actually be back, you know, talking about coming from a place of your heart. We often hear that scripture that says, God gives us the desires of our heart. And sometimes we think like, oh, I want this and look at God has given me, right? But actually take that one step deeper. God gives you those desires, right? Those desires that align with the word, those desires that are true and just and right and holy, right? He actually gives us those desires. He puts them in our hearts, right? And so when we can really step back and sometimes Turn our brains off, shall we say, and allow our hearts to truly speak. They can speak that life, right? And and so it really is uncluttering. Going then back to the, you know, the terminology they use was unclutter your heart. Really step back and say, hey, how do I get my brain out of the way for a minute? You know, and allow my heart to speak with me. I was thinking a couple of weeks ago. I had a conversation with my daughter who's. 24 years old and you know she has been graduated during the pandemic and you know trying to move forward to do some work overseas and it keeps getting shut down right and so we just had this conversation and she says you know mom I'm just trying to decide do I keep trying to push forward on this or do I say now's the time to draw the line in the sand and I just looked at her and I said honey what does your heart say? And she's like, well, I'm thinking about this and then I'm thinking about this. Thinking. And as she talks about this other thing, <laughs> her whole body lit up,
0: Yeah. you know?
2: And yeah. I was just like, it sounds like you know exactly what you're supposed to do. Boom. Getting to that place, right? There's some difficult decisions you're going to have to make to get there. And it still seems a little bit nebulous and intangible, but dig into that deeper.
0: Yes. And come to that
2: place where you can settle your heart and come to peace and things will start opening. Oh, I'm telling right? you what.
0: Did you guys hear what Meta just dropped that bomb right there? It is so true. I always say to myself, if I ever do anything that I think I should do, I'm just going to slap myself. Thinking can get you in so much trouble, right? Holy Spirit in us. Meta I love that. My coach and the way I was taught to coach is the answer is always within you. As a coach, you just ask people the questions they don't want to ask themselves to get the answers that are locked deep within them. Ooh, baby. And Kristen, you talked a little bit about, we're talking about chasing freedom and talk about gut health, Sybil mentioned that. And I know you're an expert with that, with the food. And So tell me a little bit about your freedom chasing from a health perspective because i think that story that you have is something that that people could really benefit from
3: yeah absolutely so this is Kristen, and i have a, a gut health testimony where i at one point in my life there were certain foods that i couldn't eat and recognized that it was because my gut health had gotten so poor because of the standard American diet, the the processed foods that we eat, the added sugars, the refined flours, um, the food on the go that is easy and convenient, but not what we should be feeding our body. And so truly, in order to chase freedom, we have to put the good stuff in in order to get the good stuff out. And so by healing your gut and getting, getting it back to working the way it's supposed to, really helps with inflammation and that's the big thing that i that i presented in the health summit how when your gut is not healthy you're going to have inflammation throughout your body including your brain including your heart and that is um, one of the things that we even talked about this just before we jumped on the podcast, how inflammation causes your body to age and so many different chronic diseases. And so when you can get that under control, when you can heal your body from the inside out, from the gut out, which truly um, is, goes everywhere in your body through your blood, because that is, you've got that gut blood barrier. And when foods get into your bloodstream, that should be staying into your in your gut. That is where um, a lot of that inflammation can stem from.
0: Oh, I love that! And see, see, Kristen, there is you know talking a little bit about the science behind it and how you know your gut works. And I want Sybil to chime in on. Okay, so we can. It's right back into this brain heart thing. We can know intellectually that yeah, we need to heal our gut. We need to unclutter our hearts. All those things that we need to do. But Sebel, your perspective, how do we, because we, we, we all run into so many people, hundreds of people a week, and we see that fear. We see them, you know, people that aren't as healthy as they should be or whatever it may be. What's the secret sauce? How do we get people to start thinking more from the heart? Because all, we all have this science and the, the logic available to us. What makes the difference? How can some people get freedom holistically with their health while others seem to stay stuck? What's your perspective on that, Sybil?
1: I mean, I really think the desire is a part of it. And like Meta said, you know, God places these desires on our heart. And so it's a matter of getting kind of like she talked about, uncluttered enough. So if you think about your heart, think about the pathway from your gut to your heart, to your brain, and think about, you know, everything is connected in our body and we are connected to everything outside of our body as well, each other, just human consciousness as a whole. And what happens is we have these energy centers um, in our bodies and I really think that if people look at it as a highway, keep the highways clear and moving freely. And that comes in from a lot of intentional desire to do well for ourselves and to keep, you know, to notice, to get quiet enough and pay attention to what our bodies are telling us because they are communicating with us constantly be it pain or be it gratification that comes through us treating our bodies well, and then them in return, you know, allowing us to live a more free life because we're empowered and we feel good. But if you think about it in terms of, let's say you have a bunch of buildup in your gut and your gut is not working healthy, think about a traffic jam there. And then let's say you have a lot of unhealed relationships. Um, maybe you have, you know, just relationships with your parents or with a significant other or friends in your life, and you've got some junk going on there, unforgiveness, things that aren't settled. And then, you wonder why you're having all this trouble like with those centers of your body communicating well you've got traffic jams in these high energy centers in your body and so things are not flowing freely messages are getting stuck think about you know during the holidays when we send out you know mail through the mail and it's really busy and things get jammed up and things are late and things aren't received and things are lost that's literally what's going on inside of our bodies if we are not intentional and so the short answer to your question is it starts inside us We really have to have that desire to want to bring ourselves into that place of feeling better because when, like Kristen said, when you put good stuff in, good stuff comes out. And so if we're not starting with ourselves and our intentions and desires for how we feel and how we show up in this world, we really can't expect to influence others or we can't even expect that to come back from others because we're really just all mirrors. And so if you start with yourself, you're a lot more likely to inspire a close friend, a colleague, a family member to then be like, hmm, I, I'll, I'll have what she's having. Um, and I really think that that's how it, how it starts. And then from there, it's finding community. And like you talked about in the intro, you know, beyond community is where freedom is. And so when you can get into community with people, because these are all areas where it's like okay it's not just a flip of a switch it's not just one simple thing it's the accumulation of you know taking the right efforts towards your intentions of feeling better um and that really is what's going to come through community because everybody has different expertise. I always talk about staying in your zone of genius. And we all have these areas we operate well in, but it's like, well, then how do we how do we bring a whole puzzle together? It's through community and through using the community brain and outsourcing things, you know, with people who do have that as their zone of genius and linking arms and finding these solutions for ourselves because there's so much freedom and empowerment, like in in personal empowerment, and we can get that from such a wide variety of community of people. And so that's why I'm grateful to be here with all of you guys. And I'm so thankful that we get the opportunity to every single month come in with, you know, whatever topics we feel are of of most importance at that time, and really start giving people those little golden nuggets towards seeking that freedom for themselves and then inspiring it and rippling it out
0: into the world. I love it. So, if you all were taking notes, Sybil just gave you a five step process for getting to your health freedom. Were y'all paying attention? I have to write things down. She said desire. It starts with desire. So, make a note. First step is desire, second step is be intentional. So if you've got the desire, now you have to be intentional about actually saying, all right, I'm gonna do something. Third step, I heard her say, be still. I love that. Be still. I it, it, On the Health Summit, I talked about praying. I said that was the first step is praying. It's kind of be still. Get rid of the clutter. Fourth step, get in a community. Trust the people that already, like Kristen, she's helped me so much with the foods that I eat. She studied that stuff, she's passionate. Why would I go study the same stuff she studied? If she's already studied it and I trust her and love her, I'm just gonna say, Kristen, what do I need to do? So get in that community. And then the fifth step is model and inspire others. So it isn't necessarily what you say, it's who you become, like, right? Who you become, I love that.
1: What a great recap, that was awesome,
0: Robert. (laughs) (laughs) Well, shoot, I can take notes. I can definitely take, see you guys. This is why I love this podcast. And we get other people on. It's because there are, there's so much wisdom. There's so much wisdom in each and every one of us, everybody that's listening, everybody that's on this panel today, there's so much wisdom. All we have to do is be able to share it and be open-minded to, you know, to, to new awareness. Cause that's really what it's all about. So I want to, I want to, shift a little bit now just imagine there are people out there listening to this podcast that are in various levels of health freedom some people feel like well i'm in pretty good shape i go to the gym i can bench 400 pounds and i'm i'm not trying to be silly here but i mean yeah you can there's a friend of mine here at, at church big dude i mean he's like six five looks he came up to me one day and he's looking around, making sure nobody can hear. He says, dude, I haven't done cardio in 15 years. I wanna, I wanna start slowly easing into cardio. Can you help me out? Right? So you can look good from the outside, right? But that doesn't mean everything is, is, is as it should be. So let's say if you all could give one, just one, one, one piece of advice. For somebody who isn't at their optimal health, if you, you know, like, like they asked John Maxwell about, you know, he said if you're on your deathbed and you can only give one piece of advice to people in, in leadership, and he said, don't, don't overestimate the power of consistency. That was the one thing. there's only one thing he could tell the world, so what would be the one thing that you could tell the world on their health? freedom journey no matter where they're at in their current situation what would be the one thing who's who's ready i won't call on somebody i'll ask who's ready first i'll I'll go all
2: right okay and so this is Maida. and maybe i'm
0: cheating because the one word actually expands i knew knew you were gonna do that i knew (laughs) i knew i thought when i was asking the question i thought I know what's going to happen with Maida. She's going to say one thing, but it'll be like five minutes later and it'll be Mm -hmm. this whole thing. Go ahead, Maida. Go ahead.
2: But I'll make make it simple. It's connection,
0: right? Because
2: health is holistic. It's not just one thing. But when we connect, we connect with others. We connect spiritually. We connect with the earth, right? And we connect even with our food system, right? All those connections are incredibly vital to our overall health and well-being. You're missing one of those links, you know, you're,
0: you're a little bit off kilter. So, so one thing connect. I love that. Cause that is very holistic. Like you said, so many different areas. Just connect, just connect, just connect, just connect. Beautiful. All right. Who's next? Way to go. Made That was good. I can
2: go.
1: So I really think one of the there's so many things so many ways I could go at this but this is what's popping up for me is show up in in some way for yourself every day show up if you show up that is you know that you're going to get a response from what you're looking to achieve because you're showing up in at least one way for yourself every single day it can be something so small but that's how you get the wheel rolling is just showing up
0: love it love it Kristen.
3: And I know it's narrowing it down to one thing, Bob. I'm like, holy cow. I uh,
0: know.
3: I know. I know. Getting on this podcast with you, you always throw in a monkey wrench <laughs> of
2: some sort. <laughs> so
3: I would say for me, it would be that to stop paying so much attention to the scale. So the scale doesn't know what it's weighing. Uh, skinny does not equal healthy. Neither does your, the gentleman you just referenced. If he's um, totally muscular in great shape, it still doesn't mean that he's healthy on the inside. And so it's truly getting back to the basics, figuring out um, is your body absorbing the nutrients that it needs if you're giving it the good stuff and just getting back to the basics of figuring out are you actually healthy?
0: Love that, the scale. Man, isn't that true? I was coaching a lady that you know, because when I coach, we delve into whatever area of their life they want to work on. And it was all about that scale. And literally it was, if, if that scale said a certain number, she felt great. If it didn't say that number, hmm, trouble, 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 trouble. So yeah, that is so important. I think it's, it's a bit of an epidemic in our country um, for sure. This is so good. I love that. So mine would be, this is one that I've been, I've been uh, living into a lot lately. Honor the body temple. Right? Bible says, you know, God gave us this body. It's our temple. So treat it as such. This isn't our body. God, this is God's vessel that he gave us. So man, when I think of it in those terms, if there's one thing I would tell people is... And again, if you're not a Christ follower, you probably this probably won't make as much sense to you. But if you are, you know, it's so powerful. If you just think, man, this body was given to me as a gift and it was given to me intentionally, purposely, and it's perfectly created. So I want to honor it by treating it the way it should be treated, either with the stuff coming into through my mind and body, through food, through exercise, the whole the whole gamut. So I love that. That is, you guys, if you're listening to this podcast and you haven't gotten some huge, huge inspiration, remember inspire, inspiration comes from the inside, any change comes from the inside, but you can get inspired from an external source. So I, I, I would challenge anybody here, if there isn't something that you've taken in and thought, wow, I am inspired, that's where you wanna be. Because when you're inspired, you're gonna make a change. We can tell you and tell you and tell you. Anybody can tell you, but it's it's gotta come from the inside. All right, wow, has time flown. Okay, so we're gonna wrap this up. I'm gonna allow everybody talk about okay here's my final question for everybody on your personal health freedom journey what's the biggest obstacle you face now and how are you dealing with it
1: um i'll go so i would say the biggest obstacle for me now is um other people trying to take authority over my own personal known and claimed body sovereignty and I think that the best way that I have found for me to overcome that is to separate myself from things that I don't resonate with and to know that everything's, there's always going to be a way. And so I'm just in that path now of being open to what that way is and having it show itself to me so that I can live out my, my health. And honestly, as a, as a whole, you know, Person, um, just really claiming that body sovereignty for me and um, uh, letting people know that they can have it for themselves too and finding a new way. Because I really think that, you know, partnering with nature and tuning into our bodies and really listening to our bodies and what it needs, we know when we come from that heart space and we have a healthy gut and those highways are clear. Um, for those energies to travel and our body to speak to us clearly we really do know what's best for us and so i'm just not allowing things that i don't resonate with and people you know government agencies whatever it may be to tell me what i have to do for myself because i know what's best for me
0: awesome love it who's next next It's made up. So, oh, no, it's Kristen. Go, oh. Kristen. <laughs> all right.
3: So, I would say my biggest uh, health challenge right now is balance. So, I am I dive in and go all in on anything that I do. So, if we're talking about uh, diet change, a lifestyle change, an exercise change, and I need to find a balance so that way I can maintain whatever it is that I'm choosing to do. So, um, that definitely would be something that for me and probably for a lot of people listening to.
0: Love that. Love that. I think I'm right on line with you on that one, Kristen. Go ahead, Maida.
2: So I think myself, you know, it's really interesting. I mean, you know, um, I have tried to live very holistically healthy for many, many 20 plus years. Um, and I've always been a runner, you know, really active, engaged, eating really healthy and raising two kids um but raising two kids as a single mom uh, worked inner city for many many years um there's a lot and then in um, you know, my kids went through some really big challenges and so while uh, i know that the way that i took care of myself has helped me to get through to the point that i'm at but still there is a lot of Um, inflammation and actually trauma that my body is dealing with Mm. and so over the last couple of years I've actually been struggling and I don't really talk about this because I actually was so unconscious because you start becoming detached from your body without even realizing it even when you're still taking care of it there can be a level of detachment and so it took me until almost like two years ago to recognize that some of what I was feeling or, um, chronic inflammation and fibromyalgic problems mm. and so it's really impacted like my ability to run and to exercise and i've had to go through this whole transformation of sometimes actually letting go of some of those things that are actually healthy but when you've got a lot of chronic inflammation inside even things like running adds more inflammation so it actually can be problematic at a point and so i've really had to recalibrate and it's hard sometimes right to let go of what is part of who you are even when it seems helpful right and so for me it's now going through this place where i've been doing a lot of internal work and so um and you know mental health you know and really working somatically through the trauma that i've dealt with um both with counselors as well as you know i'm um, you know doing more yoga and breathing exercises doing things like um, neuromuscular massage and float therapy to really work that through my system and to bring myself into an even greater place of overall wellness to release those things that have been you know holding me that helped me to get through those really hard times that don't serve me in the long run so it's been difficult and yet incredibly beautiful to go through
0: i love it so that what was that word you talked about kristen the The, flam- oh, the yeah, inflammation. Yeah, inflammation.
2: Absolutely.
0: Yeah, the inflammation. You guys, that is so powerful. Like, you know, like when you drink, like I like to drink wine, you know, and go to the breweries around here, but that that causes inflammation. Isn't that right, you guys? A little bit of wine does. So you just have to be, you know, so my biggest challenge is kind of what Kristen talked about. I'm an all in kind of guy. If I do something, I'm going to go all in. Same thing with, I was a runner and until I just, you know, just my body, your body starts to give out. So I've had to learn to chill a little bit, um, listen to my body more. I've I've been doing yoga now the last couple of months. So that's my big challenge. And, And the flexibility I'm gaining is just is just amazing. So again, it isn't, you know, my big challenge was getting over the Every time I would go on the treadmill, let's say, or go for a run, I'd have to go a little bit faster than the last time that I went. It was crazy. It was just crazy, but it's just it's just up here. So that's been my biggest challenge is to moderate. And it's amazing in on this moderation journey, I'm doing a lot less cardio than I've ever done. And I'm in the best shape that I've ever been. So big, big lesson learned for me on that. And on that note, you guys, this has been wonderful. I wanna thank the panel today, Maida, Sybil and Kristen for joining us. And you guys, I think we're gonna do this each month we're going to we're going to pop on with this crew and we're going to talk health freedom uh chasing freedom from a health standpoint so thank you so much for for joining us today share this podcast like this podcast uh get it to somebody who 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 needs it and maybe you need it get it to your friends and family look that is the reason we are here at life transformed the reason that god has put this company on my heart is that you know we need to to spread